The Voice of Montbello podcast is a proud member of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountain, we speak. I think life is full of perseverance. I think any of the challenges we face, we have to have perseverance to overcome what it is. And how do we find each other to help each other to overcome what's going on? That was Jack Bell, and this is the Voice of Montbello podcast. The Voice of Montbello podcast. Interviewing Mr. Bell was exciting because we never knew that he got shot down in Vietnam. And he also shared with us that he had to go through many hard stuff, like giving up on things he loved. We also never knew that he was in a war, so it was really awesome to hear his story. Hi, Mr. Bell. Thank you for agreeing to have this interview with us. My name is Azeb. Good morning, Azeb. My name is Brooklyn. Good morning, Brooklyn. Today we will be interviewing you. We will ask you eight questions in total, so let's begin. What was life like going for you growing up when you were in eighth grade? I lived back east, back in Massachusetts. And eighth grade probably wasn't any different than it is for you guys right now. I was thinking, where am I going to go to high school? And back then, we all had to take exams to get into different high schools. You have choice here. We used to do exams. Uh, did you have to face any challenges in your life? In my life? Or as an eighth grader? In my life? Yep, I did. So because of my age and whatnot, I was in the Vietnam War. So I was in Vietnam for 14 months. I had different challenges. We had, uh, I was on a C-47 flying and we were shot down. We had different problems taken off and landing at different times because of gunfire. So that was my, my biggest challenge. What did you do before working at McLuhan? Before working at McGlone, when I graduate from college, I have a degree, an undergrad degree in elementary education. I have a master's in special education. So I taught first grade while I was getting my master's, and then I've taught kindergarten th through fifth grade, and then I quit for 38 years. I was in the business world for 38 years. And this is my 14th year back in education. Why are you working in education? Why am I working in education? That's a hard question. Because I'm going to say because I enjoy it, and people sometimes don't believe you really enjoy it. But I've always had a passion for working with kids. As I said, I worked years ago, 
quit and came back and everybody said, says to me now, our kid's different. Kids aren't different. The challenges that you guys face are different than they were 38 years ago. Why did you come to McGlone? McGlone, when I had back surgery um, six years ago, my first day back at school was at McGlone. I was a special ed partner, so I dealt with, with McGlone. And after that year, Ms. Goodall asked me what it would take to stay here full-time versus being a partner within the communities. What is it like working at McGlone as a dean? Challenging, rewarding, fun. I say challenging because some days there's things that come up that I have to deal with. Fun because I think it's great because I get to know all you guys here. I know most of the people. And now that I'm in middle school, I even have more uh, fun looking at it. What is your favorite part about working at McLone? Favorite part? Probably just see what's happening every day. See how you guys are growing. To watch how McGlone has changed, to watch the Confluence Center, the art that you have in here, what it stands for, what you guys are learning. As I said earlier, there are a lot of challenges. Um, just perseverance. I think life is full of perseverance. I think any of the challenges we face, we have to have perseverance to overcome what it is and how do we find each other to help each other to overcome what, what's going on. I'll give you a challenge in, that I didn't think I could overcome, but I knew I could. So I used to be a runner. I run a lot of marathons. Then I had knee surgery, so I had to stop, and I started doing biking. Seven years ago, biking, I had a bike accident, and I broke my neck. So after I broke my neck, I had surgeries. Then I went in six years ago, my entire back is fused. I have rods and screws in my whole back. So I had to give up running, I had to give up biking, things that I enjoyed. And I live over by Washington Park, and one day I was walking in the park with a cane. And I said, boy, have I dropped. I was a runner. I was a biker, and here I am crippled because I wasn't able to do the things. And I had to stop and say to myself, I'm out every day of the week. I'm doing something. So that was probably the biggest hurdle I had to overcome in life. And I was a dad. I had two daughters. So I had to figure out how was I going to overcome what was in front of me. So I said I was in the service. I was in Vietnam. Uh, I had to overcome a lot of things over there, the danger, people shooting at us. Another big thing, coming back to this country, when I was getting out of the service, I had people that were cussing at me because I was in a uniform, because we had draft dodgers. We had people that didn't believe in the war. So that was a big thing that I had to overcome. You know, I did it for a reason. I felt when I was... I didn't want to go to college, so I quit after one semester and went in the service. But then 
working with Brittany. I was in Brittany's, uh, I used to go in on Veterans Day and talk to the kids' school. And it was right after 9-11 and Miss Bell, her uh, history teacher had me come in and talk to Advanced History Group, AP History. And I said to kids, they were seniors in high school, and I said, you know what, 9-11 just happened. Stop, get your education. If you still feel like you have to go in the service to help out, do it after you get your education. Because I didn't want people to just stop, rush to be in the service, to try to do the right thing that they felt was the right thing at the time. I think education is more important. And then they could go in the service. Were you scared going to war? Was I scared? You know, it's funny because when I got, I volunteered to go to Vietnam. I was stationed in Japan. I volunteered to go to Vietnam. But before I went, I was on leave and I went to Hawaii and met my mom and dad. They were on a trip. And I said to my mother that I was going to go to Vietnam. I didn't worry about myself over there. What I failed to do is to worry, let my family back home, they worried about me. So I, that's the part. Was I afraid sometimes when we were on missions that we knew were going to be dangerous? Yeah. But I think the biggest fear was that my parents and my brothers and sisters had to worry about me. Um, now, looking back, like what effect did um, fighting in Vietnam, what effect has that had in your life now? You would ask, if my mom was still alive and you would ask her, she would say that before I left, I was a calmer person than I am now. So I know sometimes, you guys have all witnessed, sometimes I'll get explosive because I let things do it. When I say explosive, like sometimes I might raise my voice. Is it right? No. But is it needed sometimes to get your attention? Yes. Is it harder growing up right currently than it was back then? Yeah, I think, I think the challenges that you guys have are harder. When I was in eight, when you asked earlier about eighth grade, when I was in eighth grade, there were no drugs. There were no gangs. There was no, I mean, I grew up in a family that I had a mom and dad. I didn't face some of the challenges that a lot of people face nowadays. Is it harder? Yes. Uh, are you still kids? Yes. Are you still good kids? Yes. We all were kids at one time, but I think the outside challenges that some of you guys face are harder, especially in this environment that we're in right now. Guys. What message would you like to leave for the McGlone student? What message would I like to give you guys? I think all of you guys, the message I would like to do is give you is try you're not always going to succeed the first try. But keep trying. You can do it. Everybody here is a strong person. Hopefully we've given you and your families have given you what's needed to make yourself successful in life. Thank you, Mr. Bell, for coming in today. We appreciate it. Uh, have a nice day and also stay tuned for the next episode of The Voice of Mom Bell. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now I have to go listen to what they were telling me I wasn't doing. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>